With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Uh, we can't do it ourselves. Iowa Sam is here. Jason Stewart's here. Isaac Lowenkrana is here. Hanging out on a Thursday, getting set for the new year. John Middlecoff joins us in about 20 minutes. But Monty Bolaños can do yeah. something that I no longer can never dream of doing. No, I can't. I can't believe you just said it's going to be the new year. I cannot believe that, guys. Maybe it's going to be 2024 20, in two seconds. I can't. We are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. I cannot believe this year is over. Jason I, Stewart, are you surprised that Monty is so surprised and how quickly 2023 <laughs> is gone? Yeah, are you going to tweet that? Well, there, it's a couple things. It's first of all, it's a reminder that she obviously it does not appreciate my Twitter feed. Um, and she should spend more time. Oh on no, it. I, I see it. Um, I see it. The, the wow, first twenty twenty four already. The first of every month. Yes, I. Oh, I see. I'm it. that guy. The first of every month, I send the following tweet. I can't believe it's already November. Sign that person in your life who is always overly amazed at how fast time goes by. Every every month. And then sometimes I read it and I don't like it because I think you're coming at me wow. because that oh, is me. Okay. That is me. So, so it's I'm attacking just, you. Yeah. Yes. It's also so me, I, don't, I scroll okay. past it. I'm like, I'm not going to like this, Jason, because wow. I don't know if this is talking about me because I can't believe it's November 1st. I blink and it's over. I was completely going to date myself again by saying, how long do you... Does it take you to write the date correctly on your checks? Oh, Lord. Checks? But yes. But now you don't even need to do that anymore. Uh, hey, I still write checks, okay? Do you? You write yeah, checks? I yeah, I do. For some I, things. You I, write checks your bleep can't cash. That's what you do. That happens. Yeah. yeah. I've never owned a checkbook. I have the one that was given to me when I opened my first bank account, right? And they were like, you can order more. But that, I I think I still can have you that write one. out $142.82? I think so. That's fine. Oh, yeah. that, that. We're going to do, do it you know right now. Spell 40? I'm going to no need you. you to stop, okay? Right. My wife, bless her heart, takes the long way. So instead of, you know, if it's, I don't know, let's just 
whatever writes everything out. Oh, I do too. Yeah, yeah. You write every, you even don't the even scent, do the, the sense sign. Really? Not sense the word, but I'll do the little C with the cross through. Oh, it. interesting. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. even not even the the fraction. Keep I it old win. school. <laughs> I win. <laughs> One hundred and forty two in no sense. That's an awful game of of tel- uh, of telephone, but I said one hundred and forty two dollars and eighty one cents. Well, I thought I said okay. Well, eighty one cents out of a hundred. Yeah. But she did. She wrote it out. She didn't do the she, fraction. She did not. My dad used to do the fraction. Yes. Yeah. That's how you do it? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we we are here. It's December twenty eighth, so you still have a couple more days of twenty twenty three. It's amazing though how fast this month it, it, and this year has gone. It, <laughs> That's it. Truly, <laughs> truly has. It's truly amazing. It's just flown by, but 2024 is on the horizon. It's been quite the 2023. And Monty Bolaños a few weeks ago did something that I think at one point in my life I, I would have dreamed of doing, and would have been would have been just a, a a dream come true. Because you also have to realize, myself and Iowa Sam are different than Monty, Jason, and Isaac. We grew up in places where sports teams professional sports teams aren't just a simple drive away if you are growing up in iowa if you're going to a cubs game it's a big deal it's a haul you're not doing it every weekend right sam four hours yeah yes yes four hour drive same thing for me uh you know milwaukee at the time from where i lived was four hours away same thing you know twin cities four four and a half hours if you're doing that sort of drive to go and watch a game it's there's a lot invested. When you live in Southern California, when you live in a metropolitan area, it's much easier to do these sort of things. Monty, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> you did give, give us your weekly schedule. I know it I know it doesn't seem that long ago because time flew by it so did, fast. It did. It did. But it was it was probably just a few weeks ago yeah, that it was. you you had quite the triple crown. And you know, I didn't even plan this. I don't even know why I did it to myself or how it happened, but I Ended up going to the Chargers-Ravens game on Sunday, Sunday night football. And then on Monday, I went to the Clippers taking on the Nuggets without Nikola Jokic, which was so annoying. And then I got sick that night, which we'll put a little pin in that. Uh, and then Wednesday, I went to watch the Kings play the Capitals. So three sporting events in four days. 25-year-old Dan, 15-year-old Dan would be like, that's amazing. Yeah. Soon to be 47-year-old Dan says, my goodness, what the hell are you doing? I, I thought that, that too. That is, like, 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 there's even two of those for me. And this is, I grew up, I think a lot of us did. I, I don't want to speak for Isaac and Jason and Sam and, and you, Monty. Season tickets was a big deal. Yeah. If you had, like, if you were a kid, someone could offer you a million dollars or season tickets to your favorite, you know, sports team, you're taking the season tickets, not even realizing you could buy the season tickets with the million dollars. That's how (laughs) important it was. Now to think of that, I could go to, and by the way, the games that you went to, and I know Jokic didn't play. Yeah. They didn't yeah. suck. No, they didn't. You know, Ovechkin yeah. assumes playing for the Capitals. That would be a reason yeah, to go. Yeah, was fun. Sunday night football with the Ravens in town. Yeah. That's not a bad game to go to. Nuggets come in with Jokic, at least you think at the time. I get all of that. I could have done one max. <laughs> I would have punted on the other two. There is no way that I could do three sporting events in four Can't days. Can't do it. Anymore. So I'm not going to lie to you. It was it was rough. And I, I got sick Monday night. I still don't know if it was food poisoning or if I had the stomach 
bug. There's something going around. But I got home from the Clippers game. I didn't even get to finish it. I left in the fourth quarter because I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. I we left in the fourth quarter. I got home and I died till 4 a.m. and I was sitting in the anchor studio at 5:30 a.m. I did not sleep, and then I worked. I slept all day, and then the next day I worked, and I went to the game, and I was like, all right, I think I could have a beer. I think I'm good. Like, But I died for like 12 hours in between all of this, and uh, it definitely made me feel like I'm not in college anymore. I, I, te- like, I, I, I did text you. I said, I, I said, I think you're hungover from all these sporting events, and I think she was offended by it. I, I was. I, I said, I, I, I am a pro at being yeah. hungover, Dan. I, did, I didn't mean that you were you drank yourself into oblivion. What I meant was you were you were hungover no. from all of these live activities, which again, <sighs> there's no way that I would be able to attend. And I w- and that was not it. Does, I died. Does this sound appealing? Does do three no. games? Um, Doug and I have discussed this <laughs> at some point in my life in my career, and I know most listeners can't relate to this, and I sound like a pompous jerk, but. The, the something about the industry that does this to you it makes you kind of impervious to these great sporting events and if somebody was to tell me let's go to this playoff game or anything significant the all-star game in la i first and foremost think of the five things that'll be a pain in the rear to do it yeah before i think of how cool it'll be to be there and and when so as you're describing your week i'm thinking Two of these games are in the middle of the work week, yeah. and you're traveling through traffic to get downtown. Yeah, that onto itself is four hours on the road, right? I mean, that that just sounds like such an inconvenience. That that entire week you just described. Maybe because I'm so used to being in LA, like that's just part of it. Like I I hear you, but it's like oh, no, that's just part of it. If I want to go to SoFi, I'm gonna drive for eight hours, and that's just what it is. But I, I would also think that if you're in a part, like if you're live in Dallas or if you live in Kansas City or wherever, like there's still the fact of. Well, I'm not going to get to the game late, so I'm going to park on level eight of the parking ramp, and that's going to take forever for us to get out of. Like that, that would literally be something that would, you know, the drive home may be fine, but something that would preclude you from or not prevent you from doing something like that. Like if you're in St. Louis, you'd be like, well, uh, yeah, I'll go watch the Blues, but it's a Tuesday, and because of the, you know, how long it's going to take me to get out of the structure, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Plus, it's early December. I think Dan captured it perfectly. If I was a kid and you gave me the opportunity to pull a Monsi, it would have been heavenly for me. <laughs> yeah. Three games, four days, two different arenas, three different sports. But I, I'll be honest, I have not attended a sporting event that I have not worked since college. The only exception wow. Wow. was when I was courting my wife and I had totally ulterior motives. But <laughs> when you're going to a game and you're working a game, it's a whole different oh, set different. of circumstances. Yeah. And the other thing is, when I look at that itinerary, I'm like, oh my God, traffic, oh my God, parking, waiting in line for concessions. And there's also a different dynamic. I, I think a lot of it actually leads to whether the stadium or arena in the area you live in is accessible via public transportation. And if it takes, hey, I just hop on the subway or the metro or whatever, and I stop right at the arena or stadium, that makes it a lot easier. But it's not like that in most of the country. I mean, it's true. But again, I think it's just because I'm so used to Like, I go to Clipper games with my girlfriend, Grace. Hey, Grace. She might be listening. She loves Dan and Monsi together. All right. Uh, She's a huge fan. Uh, She Amazing Grace. uh, Yeah. No, she's fabulous. When we, like, have a routine for Clipper games, you know what I'm saying? We know where we're parking. We know what we're doing. It's just, we are in 
in rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's yep. very, it, it, to us, it's not it's not stressful. Bada we boom, know exactly bada bada. what we're doing. It's the other thing. It's a social event. Yeah. It's a something to do. It's not. I look at it as a sports fan of two teams in the Western Conference. You know, like what yeah. what is this matchup going to be? The Sunday night football game of what's at stake. But there's also the whole other of, well, we could go out to eat, or we could go catch a movie, yeah, or we could go to the game. And like the 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 sports fan in me is like, well, they're not the same. Like like going out to eat in a movie or you know whatever, that's in its own category. But going to an event in a game, yeah, completely different. But they're more similar than we would probably believe now at this point. Like remove your your personal story and your sickness from this the just the whole stomach flu or whatever thanks you for letting me know about that when i used your same microphone by the way I, <laughs> actually it was great. dan i think who oh. took over that day so. and she didn't care because she didn't like my tech <laughs> <laughs> don't don't lick the microphone isaac all right it goes without saying but going to sporting events is almost like um i don't even know how to describe it but when you go to sporting events you just eat like garbage you do it's almost like you have a license to just eat like garbage for the entire night and after one event i always feel a little queasy i can't imagine three t- three nights out of four having you know concession food that yeah. you paid eight hundred dollars i've never eaten this many soft pretzels in one week before <laughs> not yeah. just again i will say this though guys so like if i grew up um very close to Carver Hawkeye Arena and Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City. I could walk from my childhood home to both of those venues in 15 minutes or less. I could do three games, like a women's basketball game, a men's game, and a women's game spread out over three or four days. I could do that. I think I'd get a little tired of the venue and be like, oh, I'm at a game again. But I went to my first NFL game this past Saturday, my first NFL game ever. Bills Chargers. Monty was there also, but I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know you were there. But the I gave it an A grade <laughs> overall. Um, but the traffic was very deflating. Getting there yes. and then getting out, you're like, I'm tired. I want to. I want to go back and just hang out. There, and getting out of there was even worse. So I've told. I already told Jason because uh, it's an investment of your whole day. Yeah, I told Jason for SoFi because he uh, is he's gonna go to the Chargers. I loved Chiefs SoFi. Games. I had a great time, but. It's not. It doesn't solve all the problems, but parking off site. We park at Inglewood Public Library. It's like forty bucks, and they shuttle you. And it's the easiest thing. And they shuttle you right to the entrance. And they don't sit in the traffic. They have their own lane. Because, Whoa. Yeah, now we so know about this. It's wonderful. And then you can just, it's like a mile. We walk it back. Like, because you could wait probably 20 minutes for the shuttle to bring I'd, you back. I'd rather walk a mile I, I just than be stuck it. for yeah. 30 minutes waiting to move 10 feet. Exactly. We just walk it at the end. That's what we've been. I learned this thanks to Taylor Swift. Uh, because of her concert. Thank you. Go taste it. Uh, that's I figured this out. And it's again, it doesn't solve it, but it does make it easier. There is also a difference between fifteen to twenty thousand and sixty thousand people. Yeah, Correct. a basketball game, especially a college game, you can get in and out pretty fast. And, right. and I think there's a difference between college and professional. Absolutely. Because of the atmosphere of where colleges and campuses are set up, you actually don't get as much traffic because there is a portion of it that is student walkable. So if you know there would be a student section Students aren't driving to the game. You right. know, there's still there's still traffic to be had, but I do think that there is a difference between professional sports teams and college sports teams in, in going to events. There's also just the the nature of the importance of it. And I think college, like college is it's so a part of the community where yeah, I the, live 15. I mean, I they yeah. it's in my community. You don't I live look 15 at it minutes as, away. Is, you know, it's just kind of ingrained. Like, yeah, of course we're going to go to the basketball game. Of course we've got it, but it's different of of, of the Clippers in an 82 game schedule or the Kings <laughs> playing in an 82 game schedule. 
And, and doing so, by the way, in December. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's down the stretch run or, or whatever. <laughs> like, there's still, like, it's just, it's a chore. When I was in college. A chore. Good would, way to put it. We would, I, for, I remember this. Early on, three consecutive weeks, drove 90 minutes to Milwaukee and watched the Bucks. Because I, I went to school in Madison. We would drive over because it was easy. And the, and the Bucks weren't pulling 20000 on a Tuesday night in the mid-1990s. Just wasn't happening. But it was something that, that we would do. But I loved it. I was 21 years old, 22. I was free. At that point, yeah, sign me up. Give me season tickets. I'd go to you know 30 of the 41 games. Now, at, sitting there at 47... I'd go to two of the 41 games. If I really you know, had my druthers, I would want to make it valuable, but I'd still want to make it an event. I can never get to the point. Only once in my life did I sit there and say, this is a social event. And then I was like, we got tickets to Dodger Stadium, mm. end of the season, final year. I'm like, I just want to go and eat Dodger dogs. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. So we <laughs> I, we got free tickets, went on a Friday night, the, the final series of the year, because I didn't want to miss football on the weekend, and we ate Dodger dogs. Yeah. That's, that's what it was for. There's but. another difference between when we were kids and now, and that's the appeal of seeing star opposing players. Yes. Because yes. back then, if there was a star opposing player, you'd maybe see them only once or twice a year on a national telecast, but now we can see, say, Joel Embiid or Giannis pretty much every single night via satellite, cable, social media. Back then, it would be maybe one or two opportunities on national TV a year, so there was more of a draw to actually see them in mm-hmm. person. Crazy, crazy. Well, good, good talk. I, yeah. I, I like that. I just, I could not do what Monty did, <laughs> and, and, and that, what she barely did. I because, barely yeah, did. It's exa- that sounds barely exhausting. Survived. It that does. Sounds, yeah. It was fun. I, I didn't know if it was age. I didn't know if it was the being in the business of being jaded or what it is. And I think Isaac brings up a really good point about just the star power and who you see. But uh, yeah, good chat, guys. Uh, she's Monty Bolaños. I'm Dan Byer. Thanks to Isaac Jason and Iowa Sam. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. She's Monty Bolaños. I'm Dan Byer. Hit her up at Monty Bolaños. You can find me at Dan Byer on Fox. Quite a day in bowl games today, Monty. You don't want to know why? Why? Fenway Park in Yankee Stadium hosting games today. The Fenway Bowl is already done with pinstripe bowl uh going on right now and last night petco park hosted the holiday bowl with louisville and usc so a lot of baseball parks hosting these football games that seems real complicated it is it's something we're going to get to at some point maybe today maybe tomorrow but the whole fact of football stadium or football games being held in baseball parks there's actually a lot of fun history behind it so we'll have to dive in at some point oh, oh. isaac isaac yeah thank you for that one Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Monty has her phone, and then with it is this is this light. Yes. That is, it, if there was a level, it would be near blinding. <laughs> And, so, and it attaches to her phone. It's yes. amazing the accessories it's that you have. It's very nowadays. important. Okay. Lighting is very important for pictures and videos. Okay. Uh, Why do you think you look so good in my videos? <laughs> right, right now, we don't have any lights on the ceiling, but I have two big boxes staring right at me. And we look great. Uh, so I'll, I'll do this squinting as we talk with John Middlecoff, host of Excited the Three and Out podcast, former NFL scout. Uh, all right. Were we, were we uh, blinded by the 49ers performance? Is this a one off? Off. Are there are there bigger concerns, John Middlecoff, in San Francisco after what transpired Monday night against the Ravens? Yeah, I think there's two ways to look at it. Obviously, you know, you throw five interceptions in a game, you're usually going to lose and lose big, and that was, you know, the the three early ones really, you know, were a turning point, and then that second one or the fourth one out of the half. But to me, the injuries. I mean, they got they just have a, they're very banged up. I mean, Eric Armstead who is very important to them, you know, to play the run, is hurt. You know, this Trent Williams situation, Brock Purdy's now been banged up in a couple games. I I think health is a big, big thing with them. I mean, at the end of the day, 
they're not facing the Baltimore Ravens or the Cleveland Browns or that level of defense until the Super Bowl. Clearly, the NFC defensively, you know, we've seen the Eagles, we've seen Dallas struggle, and we've seen the Niners play them. So I think it's more of a big picture if they play that team again in the Super Bowl. But when it comes to the you know, the NFC, I, I don't think it changes them at all as long as they're healthy. And they, they got key guys, they just have to keep healthy. With that game, a lot of people have, you know, pushed up Lamar Jackson to be the MVP. Do you put that win more on the defense? Do you think it was a team effort? Do you put it more on Lamar? Yeah, I think the defense was awesome. And obviously their defensive coordinator, I, I've been saying this for a while, if he was an offensive coordinator, he'd probably be the number one candidate on the market, mm-hmm. even above the the Lions guy. But when you're a defensive coordinator, you just it's, you're fighting an uphill battle. Uh, and rightfully so. I mean, the quarterbacks and the offense pay the bills in, in this league. But, you know, I, I think their defense was awesome. But Lamar's a special player. And he's, to me, he, his stats aren't going to be as good as when he won the MVP. I think he's my much, much better player. Mm-hmm. And he, he was in complete control. He's just so poised now. And his running, there's just such a balance to the way he plays. And uh, it was, if you like football, he's a fun player to watch, obviously. I, I got one more for me on, for you on. Monday night's game, and it, but it's more of a big picture sort of deal, and maybe it's just me, but I don't feel like John Harbaugh gets the love that other coaches do, and I, I think of like similar tenured coaches, you know, Pete Carroll, we're all, you know, oh, Pete's at it again, you know, Mike Tomlin, I know, has been under the microscope this year, maybe unfairly so, but but he he has, you know, we, we usually rave about Mike Tomlin. Do we give John Harbaugh enough credit for, for what he's done in Baltimore? Yeah, probably not enough. I mean, he's clearly probably right there with Tomlin as the best leader in the NFL. I think part of the problem is when he inherited the team, you know, when he took over back whatever many, 15, 18 years ago, their defense was already sweet, right? And their defense stays that way. And he's not, he's not never been the defensive coordinator there. And then offensively, clearly he has nothing to do with that. You know, and I mean, Lamar Jackson, let's face it, kind of saved his career, at least in Baltimore. I mean, he would have got another job. But it was remember it was really ugly, and uh, obviously, and you know they're they're very dependent on their coordinators, just like Mike Tomlin. And when they have good coordinators uh, and a good quarterback, they win big. When they don't, they they struggle. So I, I think I put those guys like in a unique category because they don't do anything. Like even Bill Belichick, obviously now he's struggling, but forever it always felt like he knows everything that's going on. Sometimes with the motivational guy like Tomlin and Harbaugh. It feels like there's a there's a separation there, so it's hard to truly know what they're doing. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And Pete's got his Pete Carroll's got his you know he's always a defensive side of the ball. So even exactly. if you know even if they're bad, you know what I mean. Then, which well, they, why he, and, he, and he takes a lot of criticism. From yeah. That, right. Yeah. They, they've invested. He's a defensive guru, and uh, it, even when he's quote unquote not the defensive coordinator. It does feel like it falls on Pete's desk, and that that's why people come after him, like Tomlin and Harbaugh do a really good job of kind of separating themselves from all their assistants. The AFC South is going to go down to the wire. The Jaguars have lost four in a row. Trevor Lawrence has been banged up. Yeah, but the Houston Texans might actually have C.J. Stroud back now that he has cleared concussion protocol. The Colts are in the mix as well. All three teams, eight and seven, they're all going to kind of play each other. Who do you think, whose division is it to lose? That's a good question. I mean, you flip a coin. I, I think it's kind of irrelevant because I, I think whoever wins that game is one and done. Mm. Uh, I, I, I think the Colts would be one and done. Uh, I think the Texans would have a chance with the quarterback, but they've sustained a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, granted, 
you, you know, you're the four seed, you get the home game. But I think we're looking at both four seeds, uh, you know, Tampa included, assuming they win this weekend. And let's just say, let's just say Houston. Uh, they, well, Jacksonville's schedule is pretty easy. I, I think it doesn't matter. Both of them are the underdog in the wild card weekend, and both of them lose that game. Mm. Yeah, Jacksonville's shown recently that they they can't yeah. beat anybody that they should beat right now. It's <laughs> it's it's quite quite the turnaround from a team that we expected a lot from. John Middlecoff joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. She's Monty Bolaños. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. I, I guess I you know I asked you about the 49ers. Is there a bigger issue? I guess the thing uh, same thing could be said for the Kansas City Chiefs, but there do seem to be legitimate issues in Kansas City. Any hope that this team turns it around and, and could do something special in the postseason? Yeah, see, I, I think big picture, if I was a Chiefs fan, I would not be worried, you know, moving forward of the next five years. But sometimes on an individual year, certain things don't come together, right? They, they missed on a couple picks, so their wide receiving core is not as good. Travis, who is one of the greatest players in the history of the league, is just coming back to earth. And he, he's his majority of his career, he's been like an A-plus level player. And right now, he's, you know, a B guy, which isn't bad. I mean, most teams in the league would die to have him as a starting quarter, uh, tight end, but the, the Chiefs need that A-plus guy, and partly because they're, they don't have the talent around them, and their offensive line hasn't been as good. Mahomes, for the first time, it felt like kind of self-destructed on, what was that, Christmas against the Raiders. He, he threw the one pick six, but he, he easily could have thrown another pick. They overturned it on the ball that hit the ground. So I, I, I just think that they this is just one of those years where the Patriots had some of these. The offseason is going to be big. You try to go, you know, big game hunting. Maybe you trade your first round pick for an impact player. Maybe you convince a, you know, an older veteran. I'll just pick a name like Mike Evans to take a sure. little less to come with you to try to win a Super Bowl. And, and luckily, that that's what, you know, why I would feel good if I was a Chiefs fan. Having Andy Reid and having Patrick Mahomes is just gonna like you could have a quote unquote down year. What's that? Eleven wins maybe one playoff win instead of going to the Super Bowl, and you can re, you can kind of flip it fast. So I, I wouldn't – this year's probably not going to be great. So, you know, I, I think it's on the table. They're one and done in the playoffs. But we, we know how hard it is to play in Kansas City. Their defense is good. I kind of envision them winning one playoff game and probably getting knocked out after that. So who do you think is the bigger threat going into the playoffs, assuming they're both going to make the playoffs, the Bills or the Browns? It's a good question. I, I just think you have to go to the Bills just because of the quarterback. Hmm. And he just, have you not seen Joe Flacco? Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, and we've seen him in the playoffs get hot. So, yeah. uh, it, it, listen, anytime that you can play defense like that and, and have confidence, I, I think both teams. The difference, though, is, right, Baltimore, if they end up winning the division, we know Cleveland's going to be a wild card. We'll see what happens. This, you know, this is a huge game between Baltimore and Miami. If mm-hmm. Miami loses – and the Bills win next week's for the division. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. You look up and the Bills are like the two or three seed. Mm-hmm. You know, that would seem crazy because like three weeks ago, they were like the 10th seed. So that, that would be a team with a lot of momentum. Uh, we saw them when they're right. We saw them against Dallas. They're high end just because of the quarterback. So you just wonder if Flacco runs out of a little magic, but you got to give Stefanski, Jim Schwartz. I, I think the AFC is just, it's going to be a very, very physical, physical uh, playoff. Is Stefanski coach of the year in your mind, or are there other candidates that should Yeah, be- my, my thing is, is if the Browns hadn't had what they had a couple years ago when they beat the Steelers and kind of got the franchise back as being a credible franchise, I think he'd be a lock. That's why i got to go with the Lions, because 
one, everyone took them seriously coming in, so they weren't sneaking up on anybody. And he's, I, I mean, I think he's got a decent chance to win 13 games, which would be the most wins in the history of the franchise. They won the division for the first time in 30 years. Uh, more than likely, you know, they're going to win a playoff game, which that franchise hasn't done in more than 30 years. So I, I factor that in. Uh, now, I, I, to me, it's probably a two-horse race between those two guys. It's like last year to me was pretty easy with Dayball because I, I didn't think his team was any good. Yeah. I'm like, how did this guy get to nine wins? And then he won a playoff game. Now, the thing with the Lions is they are good. Like we all see, they got a bunch of good players. The Stefanski thing with all the injuries, I, I wouldn't argue with anyone, but I do factor in, like next year, whoever, whoever's the Raider coach, if they win 10 games and they go to the playoffs, I'm giving them the coach of the year based on the franchise. Like you, you get a franchise bump from me. Yeah, that's a, it's. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, I like the Campbell thing because, as you said, Dable earned the honors last year, which, by the way, I even think some of the work they've done with Tommy DeVito may have may have warranted that. I know he got some heat the early part of the year. But the other thing is, is it's kind of sometimes if you think of the, the NBA MVP and we're like, well, how did this guy win it? How did that guy not win it? If Dan Campbell doesn't win it in one of these two years, like he's never going to win it. Like, yeah. you're like it, Well, exactly. This is his year. Yeah. Stavansky, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure Stavansky won it however many in two, you know, 2020, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, 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 I have a little – I feel a little less bad. Like I don't have to like have any guilt of just being all in on Dan Campbell, knowing that Stefanski already has one. And I think we'll always remember this year for him too. So you kind of, like you said, if Dan doesn't win it this year, like he can't go go eleven wins next year and no one's voting for him. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it'd be darn near impossible. John, happy new year. Appreciate the time. As always, we'll talk to you again in 2024. Same to you guys. Take it easy. John Middlecoff joining us, uh, co uh, host of the Three and Out podcast, former NFL scout. Uh, find him on. X, formerly known X. as Twitter, uh, at John Middlecoff. You know, you're not liking. You just say on Twitter. It's just Twitter. Staples Center is still Staples. Center. Do you know about Blue, Twitter? Is still. Staples do you know about Center. Blue Sky? Blue Sky. Blue, I, or you and Perfect are like buddies on that. Yeah, right? we. Are, it's the the new social media platform. Never heard of. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's so so. You know, Threads came in when. Elon Musk, you know, took over X and everybody's like, you know, follow me on threads. And that lasted a day. Yeah. Like, like it was so quick. Blue Sky has been this one that's out there because I've been so mad that that there, Dan Beyer was taken on Twitter and Beyer was taken. Then I'm like, I'm going to find the new platform so I can just be Beyer or Dan Beyer. And Blue Sky was new, but you have to be in like you sign up and then they invite you. It looks very similar to Twitter. So right now I am on Blue Sky at Dan Buyer. That's good. Yes. I, at least Buyer was one. already taken. There was already somebody with a Buyer last name that got invited before me. And right now I have one follower that is Chris Perfett. So it's a very, very close sort of range, but I am still trying to still trying to expand it. Sure. So but it's at Dan buyer dot blue sky dot social i will not be joining blue sky it sounds like a like a drug like sky rizzy you know what i'm saying but like, it looks similar like this is no some different. kind of street drug I'm, like, I'm, it... and i know you can't see this on oh, the radio but i'm showing is Mousy. that it yeah yeah oh it's yeah. a copycat that's yeah. twitter it's exactly the same thing twitter had the but blue it's... bird yes yeah and blue sky's got a exactly butterfly exactly like twitter yeah well, you guys well, want well, some blue threads, sky what is thre threads is the same thing i haven't seen what that looks like yeah. i also don't have threads yes but that's I haven't posted on threads either, but so it's not reinventing the wheel here. No, it's not. It's completely no. different. But maybe, completely the maybe same. it's, it's completely maybe it's a cleaner platform. Maybe there's just this stuff here 
right now. And, and by the way, there's so few people on it. I don't even know who to follow. Like, like <laughs> I, I searched NFL. They don't even have a site. <laughs> uh, I searched NBA. They don't have one. It's like hanging out in the metaverse. Like, there's no one there. No, I'm not doing this. Uh, I want to go. I want to go hang like with my friends. It's like hanging out in Iowa. No one is here. That's right. Yeah. You know, like where idiots out wandering around. That's what it stands for. Yeah. Idiots out wandering oh, around. Man, uh, Iowa Sam's here. Monty Bolaños is here. I'm Dan Bayer. We are hanging out on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. One host on Fox Sports Radio has gotten into it with an MVP candidate. You're going to hear that next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The 44 balls on the play fake. Sprints out, goes deep. He's got his man. Touchdown, S.A. Deuce Robinson. That's six touchdown passes for this young man, Miller Moss. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were people really surprised that a Lincoln-Riley quarterback would be doing well? Miller Moss, six touchdowns. Fox TV, it's our progressive insurance play of the day in their 42-28 win over Louisville in the DirecTV Holiday Bowl. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. There were a lot of a lot of jokes on Twitter last night. There about, were. You know, Caleb Williams, but it's like, no, this is, this is what Lincoln Riley does. This is guys play under Lincoln Riley, and then they put up crazy bingo, you know, like numbers. And just because it wasn't Caleb Williams doesn't mean that the crazy numbers aren't going to be there. Didn't he so. break a record, like a bull record? For the Holiday Bowl, I believe. For the Holiday Bowl, yeah. yeah. Six touchdowns. Which, by the way, used to be one of the great, great bowl games. And I'm not saying that it isn't anymore, but there was some great stuff. BYU won a national championship. You weren't even born, Monsi. (laughs) They were playing in the Holiday Bowl. Iowa used to go like every other year for a while. I think they went two out of three years and they had like last second field goals to win it over like Wyoming and another team, but back in the late 80s. Barry Sanders ripped up the Holiday Bowl back in the day. Yep. Uh, Ohio State won. Holiday Bowl. Raymond Harris, remember, had a big uh, Holiday Bowl victory over the uh, BYU Cougars. I believe they won 28-21. Would have been in 1994. Yes, yes. So good Holiday Bowl memories. Yeah, you were alive for that one. I was alive. Monty was barely alive when I bought this sweatshirt that I'm wearing. (laughs) Later on, uh, we're in for for Kavino and Rich. You guys are going to guess how old this sweatshirt is. Monty overshot it way. <laughs> you know, you would think that Abe Lincoln sewn it, but we're, we'll we'll dive into that. Uh, right now, we're going to dive into something that uh, is quite interesting that's transpiring one of the Fox Sports Radio and FS1 shows. It's a segment that uh, we like to call with Doug called... And now... <laughs> Did you hear about the beef between Colin Cowherd and Tyreek Hill? No, and I want all the details, so please give it to me. So Colin went off on the Dolphins, essentially saying... <laughs> It's not my job to give you respect. You've won one playoff game in 23 years. So Tyreek Hill responds, what sport has this thug played again? And no question mark, but an upside down, you know, it's more of a comment anyway. I don't care about punctuation. Uh, Colin responding to Tyreek Hill's tweet. Tyreek Hill of the Dolphins called me on Twitter. Well, formerly Twitter. It's now called X. I don't go to it much anymore. He called me a thug. That's a first. I've been called a lot of names. Never been called that. I don't really respond to people who respond to my opinions. I tend to think they attack the messenger because my message hit a little too close to home. Miami, 23 years, no playoff wins. Last nine against the Bills, one and eight. And of the 14 current playoff teams, they have the lowest strength of victory. It took until week 16 for them to get a win versus a team over 500. Not sorry for not coronating you. But you know what really happened this weekend when Miami played Dallas? They beat themselves. Lots of flash. A quarterback we like, Dak and Tua, don't love. Offensive coach, a top five receiver, Tyreek and C.D. Lamb. They score a lot of points. And for decades, they have disappointed if they ever get to the postseason. And if I don't love the last 23 years of Miami 
and none of us loved the last 23 years of Dallas, I'm not going to go overboard on the win. Are, are you more intrigued <laughs> on Colin's opinion of the Dolphins and the Dolphins franchise, or are you more intrigued that Tyree Kill responded to Colin Cowherd? I'm more intrigued by Tyree Kill responding and using the word thug with Colin. Uh, <laughs> like, if I'm Colin, I'd be like, oh, I got street cred. Probably I, something he never thought he had. I, I love it. I, I, I do love it. And, and honestly, and everything that Colin said was not wrong. Right. He also didn't say anything crazy. He, no. You know, and, and Colin is used to being attacked. Let's be real. Like, he says a lot. He's Colin Cowherd. He's been around for many, many years. He used to, He's used to it. So I'm, I would be flattered if I was Colin Cowherd that Tyreek Hill went out of his way to call me a thug on social media where everyone can see because it's... I, I think this is great for Colin. <laughs> That's what I think. Do you know how this? How, you know how this changes. You know how this 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 narrative we use so much changes is if they win on Sunday, right? That's how it changes. There weren't a lot of takeaways to me from the Cowboys game. Yeah. The it, Colin said Dallas beat themselves. Very true. The, the, multiple opportunities. Mm-hmm. I give Miami credit. They were down late after the Dallas touchdown. They responded, kicked the field goal, scored, worked it out. That's fine. Got their win. Checked off one of the boxes that people put on their Why the Dolphins Stink resume. You don't have to worry about beating a winning team anymore, even though Collins point, it took them to week 16. But if you validate that next week against the Ravens and then have the opportunity to have the number one overall seed and beat the Buffalo Bills the next week, that's how you can – yeah, but then you, Colin all Colin has to say is, yeah, but you have to win in the playoffs. I think that's the whole point is what he's talking about. You're right. You're right. If they win, obviously, it still changes a little bit of the narrative. But all Colin has to say is, okay, we'll win in the playoffs. That's my moving point. Moving the goalposts. They keep on moving and moving. Yeah. Get back in that. It is a great observation by you in saying that because you are right. You are, like, you know, to his point about winning the playoff game, and, and that's what Colin is saying. But, but I will say that. If they don't beat the Ravens and if they fall to the Bills, then there will be more piling on. One hundred percent. They're 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 kind of in a no win situation. Yeah. If they wore their old uniforms, they'd be in a much better situation. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> and then we, that's, they, they, look, it all it worked against the Cowboys. Gave them that good karma. They finally beat a team because they looked good. Uh, she's Monty Bolaños. I'm Dan Byer. Do you know the difference between the old Dolphin uniform and the uh, new ones? If you point it, no, no. We'll tell you some other time. Okay. Uh, maybe next is we're in for Curvino and Rich. She's Motsi. I'm Dan. This is Fox Sports Radio. We're hanging out. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.